0: do you want to make a change but you're afraid today we're talking about how to build your confidence by setting your intentions on this episode of coffee with tea so please stick around and enjoy the show friends and welcome to another episode of coffee with tea i'm your host tanya tyler and i'm excited because i'm going to be talking to miss brooke collins and we're going to be explaining how to build your confidence because she is a fellow podcast sister so you know i always love to connect with my sisters out here who are doing big things so miss brooke welcome to the show it's a pleasure to have you on
1: thank you so much tanya it's a pleasure to be here i'm really excited
0: I'm excited because like I said, I love talking to people on how we can build up our confidence and stuff like that. So, you know, without um, getting too much into your story, I'd like for you to introduce who you are and how your journey came about.
1: Okay. Um, Well, like Tanya said, I'm Brooke Collins. I am a podcaster of the Desperately Seeking Self podcast, and I am a women's confidence coach. And that all came about um just basically through my life journey, um, I don't think that I ever um, really fully believed in myself or my capabilities um, in my 20s in my early 30s, it took me to like 35 before I started realizing that like I can do anything that I put my mind to. I just have to like set my mind to it and turn off the external noise, which helps turn off the internal noise that we all I think create. Um, so I was working for my dad's company. He owns a business and he was talking about retiring and I said to my husband, well, God, if my dad retires, like, I don't want to work there still. Like if he's not there, I work there. Cause he's there. And, you know, I like seeing him every day and I like, you know, being in the business with him. But if it was just me, like I, want nothing to do with steel really. So I started thinking like, what can I do with my, and I went to college for like communications and I also have a cosmetology license and I have like, you know, I'm sort of a, have a whole lot of things that I've acquired over my 40 years. So I just started like leaning into going on long walks, listening to podcasts and trying to figure out what it was that I wanted. And I thought, well, no, I could talk to people. I mean, I do, I'm a recovering alcoholic first off. So I've had, um, you know, I'm not almost nine years of sobriety. So I do a lot of like open talks with a 12 step program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I do a lot of talks for that. Um, and I thought I could just sort of turn that into a more of a corporate talk or a talk to schools, or like, I was just trying to like, think of places to talk to. And then it occurred to me that, well, I probably need some sort of like certif- certification to be like talking life experience. So I started like, what kind of the things should I need to be a keynote speaker and like all of these things. And it, then I was like, life coach, life coach, health coach, life coach, wellness coach. I kind of like that. Um, didn't like the coach word. I try even in my stuff, not to use it. Like on my Instagram, it even says, whoops, sorry, there's Siri. Um, On my Instagram, it even says like a women's empowerment enthusiast because I'm not trying to coach you to live life, you know how to live life, everybody does. I'm just trying to coach you into you know a mindset shift. So, I like to you know look at it as an enthusiast, but I really Thought I've been through a lot in my life. You know, my sister um, had a rare juvenile bone cancer and died when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like sort of shaped my whole life um, from like 10 to 13, just watching her um, die. And then going into this thought process that, you know, I'm not good enough. And you get like this, um, when you have things like that going on and you're a kid, my everyday problems were nothing compared to my sister's fighting for her life so i stopped sharing with my parents problems or things that were going on with me not because they told me to it's just what i felt like i needed to do because it wasn't relevant and i recognized that the drama between a bunch of sixth graders is not relevant in the world when my sister's you know getting her arm amputated i mean it just wasn't um for me, it wasn't worth discussing, but so what happened was I started this limiting belief and this inner dialogue that I, my stuff was unimportant and that Mm. I, that became, then I am unimportant. And then after my sister passed away, you know, it became, I'm never going to live up. I'm never going to be good enough. Um, you know, my sister, it was like a unique, not a unique because I think all children who die of cancer who battle cancer are heroic they 're unlike any um, anything that you 've ever seen what they go up against, but it 's really hard when your whole community comes in and knows your family and knows your sister, and all of your teachers when you go to high school had your sister, and you know it 's like this whole they we had all these bottle drives that people would help raise money for her treatments, and we had all these you know, like tennis tournaments. And she was a state championship tennis player with one arm. And it's like, how do I live up to that? Well, I can't. So why even try? Which right. was where that whole cycle for me started. So I really, um, you know, for a period of time, I I thought that my the wrong kid died and that my parents got gypped mm. because, you know, the one who was like heroic and had all these amazing qualities was, was the one who died. And here I was just this pudgy, you know, self-centered kid and not at all. What my parents made me think either. This is all my own doing in my head. So, um, going from that into an abusive marriage, um, and an alcoholic marriage and abuse, um, happening regularly, then that just reaffirms all the thoughts that I was having internally. And I really believed that I wasn't worthy of, um, I think happiness ultimately, or a life that I wanted. Cause I don't know. I think we put the stigma on happiness that we're going to be smiling and everything's going to be so amazing and rainbows all the time, but, to me, happiness is just content, being content, things being serene. You know, there's no major drama, there's no major low. Like it's just, you know, this content, safe space. And um, it took me a while to be able to get to that place. But um, when I finally left my ex husband, um, that was the start of my whole journey because I had been with a nurse. He was a narcissist. He was. You know, an alcoholic and bipolar, and the stuff that he said to me, I believed it took me almost a decade to disentangle him from my mindset when I would think of something and not hear his voice telling me something. Um, so it's possible to get out of anything. That's where I started realizing that I have what it takes to do what I want to do. If I put my mind towards it, if I say I'm going to do it, then I do it. Um, and believing that I'm capable of doing it is really how I got involved in all of it. So, started this the school, the certificate, and uh, met a bunch of really awesome people, and went to like a a four day um, intensive and conference, and I, forever changed, you know, um, my whole thought on what I'm capable of being. And I started taking on this, the I am power statement, you know, Mm. like why I am. And, you know, that is the most powerful thing that any human can say, because whatever word you put behind it is what you are. You're describing yourself. Um, So I became, I am worthy. And then it was, I am enough. And then it, you know, I am confident and then it's, I am capable. And you know, the, the word that follows it changes for me all the time, but they're always uplifting things now instead of, you know, I am stupid and I, (laughs) I'm ugly and I'm dumb. And, you know, like all of those thoughts have sort of left. So I think that um I love what I do. I love helping other women see the value that they add to the world. When we start working, they don't see it and they don't feel worthy of all of these things. You know, oftentimes, nice. I get women who are these incredible professionals, and their careers are just, it's like, oh my God, you do that for a living? That's your job? But then they don't think they're worthy of the personal life, having a husband who loves them, uh, you know, for who they are and not their money. Or, you know, there's this whole other side to it that people don't see. And it's like, how can you not see yourself the way that I'm seeing you? Like, how is it possible that you don't think you're worthy of having it all? Because we are worthy of, we may not have it all at the same time, but we are worthy of having it all. And I think that there's a good balance between life when you get the confidence to sort of go after everything you want and not settle for less than you deserve.
0: Right, right. I I love what you're dropping. And this is where I always like to remind everybody, Brooke is dropping some golden nuggets. So if you're liking what she's sharing, please give us a thumbs up, hit that like button, because I'm going to start asking her before we dive into it. It's like, what advice would you give people who are starting out, who are now starting, you know, like I said, getting tired of maybe the lifestyle that they're living in? What would your advice be for them if they want to make that change?
1: Um, Just start thinking about what you want and writing it down. I say I'm not going to write that ish down. Take a pen to paper, not type it in your phone, not think it in your head. Take a pen, write it down, and you'll be... Amazed at what happens, you know, write down your intentions, the things that you want for yourself, even if you think they're insane. Like I'm never going to get a a $50 million yacht. Well, whatever, write it down. You never know, you know. So I, my first step is always journal and write it down. Get the gunk out, of, get it out of your head and onto paper. Whether it's get the bad stuff out and then write the intention, or write the intentions and then get the gunk out to get yourself clear on where you can go from there. Right.
0: <laughs> I love. I like you to get that ish out. I love that. Yeah. Got
1: <laughs> I'm gonna you. write that.
0: When you use that coin, <laughs> <I need> that. <laughs> yes, you may. <laughs> So I, was like, I know, um, share a little bit about how your podcast journey came about. Because like, so you, I mean, I know some of us who struggle with that coaching word, but you do coach and encourage people. So how how did that journey come about?
1: Um, well, the podcast came about uh, because I like to talk a lot so I tried to figure out a way to just talk and you know I, I did video and stuff but really I've always wanted to do a podcast. I love the concept of it. I love that people can take me with them in their car to the grocery store on a walk, like whatever. And and maybe I share something or something happens to me that it, I think is hilarious, but it helps someone else through a moment that they're struggling with. Um And I really decided when I was coaching, I just thought I had a number of clients tell me, you know, you should like do like a YouTube show or like a podcast or something. Um, and I thought, well, I don't know. I'm really busy. I'm really busy. But then COVID hit and I was like, not so busy anymore. My schedule's like, Really, kind of open. And uh, not in from a scared space, just like, okay, well, what can I do from my house? What can I do that can can get to as many women as possible and help them see that they're capable? of doing what they want to do. And then it dawned on me like, Oh my God, it's not just about me. I need to bring other women on. I need to have other women who have struggled with obstacles, who have overcome something who at one point or another in their lives, didn't think that they were worthy of having the life that they have today and how they powered through it. Or what was the turning point? What was the tipping point? Right? Like, and that can empower and inspire other women listening to the show.
0: Yeah, I love it. Like I said, I've, I've been a guest, so please check it out. Make sure you check it out. So, Ms. Brooke, what's the one thing you really want people to understand that they have control over? Or one thing that you want them to take away from this podcast or from this interview?
1: Just that they are capable of anything that they put their mind to. And I know that people are like, oh, it's total BS. Like, I get it. I hear that all the time. But here, you can you can create any habit you want, you can change any habit you want. You truly have the power. You know, we're not powerless in our lives. We are the drivers. We are in the driver's seat. We're not, you know, the supporting actor. We're not, we are the main actor in our own life. Like we are the main role up for the Oscar. So go for it because, you know, one foot in front of the other, you'd be amazed what little things can add up to a whole new habit. So start small. If if it's too overwhelming, if where you are today and where you want to go in, in a year from now seems impossible, then what's the first step you can take on the stairway to get there? What's one step that will lead you there? Is it not drinking a glass of wine at night? Okay. Start there. Is it not eating a pint of ice cream at night? Okay. Start there. Doing one sit up a day, whatever the step is, take the smallest step and then keep taking steps every day to get to where you want to go.
0: I love it. I love it. So we're getting close to wrapping up. It's like, what's the one thing or uh, we are talking about it's the one thing you'd like to take one step. So for those who are like, you know, saying, Bro- OK, I hear you, but I'm scared. What would your advice to them say? You no, know, I'm scared.
1: Um, You got to push through it because fears just our body's way of stopping us from doing things. It's a, it's a personal defense mechanism that sucks. So, you know, I mean, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to do this interview right now and be on camera without makeup on and whatever, like I get afraid all the time, but fear is really, it's helpful. So don't let it stop you lean into it and find, if I get a feeling about anything and I'm like, Oh God, that's like terrifying. I know today that I have to follow it because there's a reason that my body is reacting the way that it is. And usually it ends up being something really awesome when I do it, you know, so follow the fear, let it be your friend, let it guide you, don't, don't let it stop you.
0: Right. Right. And again, we are wrapping up. We're, it's amazing how fast 20 minutes can go. I know. By, so. I know. Right. And I love talking to you. I love your energy and enthusiasm. So where, Miss Brooke, can people find more information about you, your services and what you do?
1: Um, They can go on Instagram and Facebook. I'm at Innovative Coach Brooke or my website, InnovativeCoachBrooke.com. And all of this stuff will be there. Sign up for my 21 day uh, confidence challenge that starts January 1st. It'll be in your email. You don't even have to do anything, but open your email and there it is. Every day, 21 days, help you up your confidence game.
0: Right. Thank you so much for being Thank here. And you. I, also, I also want to, look, can we actually have you come back? Maybe we get some comments that people want to follow up with you. Would you be willing to come back and we can dive a little bit deeper into the conversation?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to
0: i love to. And I want to remind everybody who tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Emails if you have any guest or show ideas. Remember, links to all of the sites that Brooke mentioned will be posted down in the description box. So please make sure you check out those gems down below. And remember, thank you for watching. We appreciate all the support. And again, if you want to consider getting some of these golden nuggets on a regular basis, hit that subscribe button over there. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. So bye-bye for now.
1: Bye, thank you.
0: To keep you posted on all the great things happening with Coffee with Tea on Confidence Strides, please check out the Confidence Strides website at confidenceStrides.com. That's C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-T-S-T-R-I-D-E-S dot com. And thank you for listening.